What up, what up, what up, and welcome back to Not Hiding Shit, the Christian Experience. It is your host, Christian. Welcome back to another episode. Um, Today, guys, we are talking about really the Christian faith. And I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer before we get into today's episode. Here on this show, The Christian Experience, you are learning about my experience of living. So this isn't me trying to force a religion down your throat or say you should do this, this, and this when you're in the Christian faith. I am not the expert. (laughs) Faith is a journey. It's um, a lot of hardship sometimes, and it's a lot of studying. So I want to make that clear before I tell you guys everything that I've basically learned about God and also like I've said in other episodes as well I'm really open to other religions um especially when it comes to respect so I want to make that 100% clear I am not out here trying to convert you or anything like that if anything I just want to drop little seeds and if you agree with the perspective great if you find um Things that you don't agree with, also great, because we all have different experiences when we live. So I want to acknowledge that, but I'm not going to hold you guys. We're just going to jump right into today's episode. Okay, guys, so we are talking about God today. Um, I want to start in kind of the reason why I'm just sharing the episode with you in general um I put it on my Instagram but it was just something that was weighing on my heart um I am doing this cool thing or it's cool to me at least um where I do like little clips of things that I'm interested in and I post it on my personal Instagram story um the first one I did was just more about who I'm becoming the second one was about the passing of uh my boyfriend and my best friend. And this third one was about learning God. And I always felt like me and God could have been on better terms. It was just more of the obsession of having a relationship. What does that really look like? Not really knowing him. A whole bunch of things that clouded my mind all the time. So I am a Christian. I do identify as a Christian. Um, and for me, it wasn't always a smooth or um, doable, quote unquote, with the mindset that I had back then, road. Reason being, I feel like this is a common theme in a lot of families. I had a very religious grandmother. And I want to say shocker, but it's not a shocking thing. Like a lot of times I have uh, family members who have very religious people um, in their family and it can sometimes push them away but it's more about how you're saying things how you're translating things out of your mouth that can really leave a big impact on someone who may not know fully about the faith and so that was my experience love my grandmother to death no disrespect to her it was just a lot of the times when I was younger like it was the the conversation of if you don't do x y and z um you are going to hell (laughs) and I did not like that um, because I couldn't really conceptualize that at that age. Like I was, I was really, really young. And on top of that, um, I was watching this sermon that talked about if you didn't have your, or a good relationship with your earthly father, it makes it hard to have a relationship with your heavenly father. And that's exactly what happened to me. So here I am already kind of like not on good terms already or really speaking to God like that only because 
my parents and my grandparents had exposed me to God in the first place. And I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to like believe in this person that I can't see. Um, a lot of people say it's like the Santa Claus theory or whatever, but I'm like not getting it at this young age. And so when I would have these conversations with her, I just would clam up sometimes. And it, it, it came from a lot of church hurt and church trauma, but it, the first one, unfortunately, was my grandmother. I know she probably meant it in a different way. I just wish she would have said it differently. And I remember this one time where she had asked me if I was going to church. And I said to her, um, not thinking anything of it, I said, you know, I don't know. I got a lot of homework. And she, like, turned and snapped her neck at me and was like, don't you ever say that. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I was a little bit traumatized. I was, like, feeling really, really bad because I'm at that point, a huge people pleaser as well. So I just felt like I was letting the entire world down at the age of 11. I don't know. (laughs) And um, it just kind of left a mark on me. And I would go to church with her sometimes. And if I didn't like go with my mom and be like, why do I got to be here? Like, I don't really understand this person. It sounds like a lot of forced knowledge because if you don't explain it again, right, or take your time with the knowledge, you won't really fully understand the relationship. And that's what was happening to me as I was sitting in pews and going to children's church and not really in it for God. I was in it for, you know, if the church was serving breakfast, I'm always down 100% for a free meal. Or if they was giving candy or if we got to play games in the children's church and things like that. And it just didn't click the way I wanted it to. So I kind of did that whole thing, got baptized, and it was just going because my parents and my grandparents had told me I had to go. And when I got to the age where I can make my own choices, I stopped going to church. Like I I tried and I really did kind of like try um, to really like sit and understand knowledge. I just couldn't get it. I thought the Bible was really long. There's so many names in the Bible at that. So I would get lost and then I would get frustrated because I'm lost and I don't understand what's happening. And um, I actually got a better understanding of why there's all these different names in the Bible. And someone explained it to me. I can't fully um, remember what they said. It was actually my pastor's wife um, who told me, shout out to Lady Kay. Um, It was about um, expressing wealth or something like that. So if someone has an understanding of why there's so many different names in the Bible and why they keep records of all that, please let me know. But it had something to do with wealth. And so, um, yeah, just having that exposure to all those names and I couldn't keep up. I was like, okay, forget it. Like, this is this Bible is too complicated. It's all these things. And I was just like, well, maybe I'm just not supposed to have a relationship with God. So I gave it it up early. Just having all these difficulties and exposure. Um, And then around my teenage years, like, honestly, like, I would say I'm a Christian. Um. But I wouldn't really, of course, like practice it at all. So I'm like, was I really living in the faith? And at some point, I was just like, okay, well, maybe I just need to not believe in God, or maybe the the it's it's too difficult. It's um, a lot of rules. I always we hear that that common thing as well that the Bible is a rule book, and um, these are the rules you have to follow. Like just a lot of. A lot of things and of course y'all like my relationship turns now but that's just what I was feeling at that age I go to 
college. Um, and at this point, like you're surrounded by so many people experiencing life for the first time. It really does open you up. So there's a lot of organizations I was a part of. But when it came to like religion or like Christian Bible studies, Christian college Bible studies, I just would kind of avoid those all together and be like, okay, well, if I'm going to do God, I'm going to do it on my own time type of thing. Like, y'all, I was <laughs> just really, really like bad because I just had this huge boundary because I couldn't understand, again, this this powerful entity um, full of love and knowledge. I couldn't understand it mentally. And so I would just turn it down. There was a lot of times that I got invited, whether it was just for a dinner or just for a hangout, and I just turned it down. <laughs> um I think the turnaround situation, and shout out to my friend Taylor, um, is when she was, and still is, but um, at that time, very grounded in her faith. And at first, I'm like, okay, like, I ain't never met somebody, like, just very, like, you know, like this. Like, I don't know how to how to put it into words. I guess it's very, like, grounded like this, like it was just unshakable. And um, I was in inspired by that a little bit. I think when I started to really pick up the Bible again, it was during the pandemic. And this is the first time, I'm not saying like God hadn't spoken to me between now and then, or just try to show me that he, signs that he's always with me. But this is the first time I guess I paid attention. Um, what happened to me was basically I was like laying in bed this is again like during the pandemic I was laying in bed um can't remember what day it was but it was just like during the day and I seen this bible scripture and I wish I would have dang I wish I would have um saved the the bible verse because I'm really trying to think of the bible verse that it was and I cannot remember. I want to say maybe it was something in Re Revelations, um, something that was exposed to me on social media because God could talk to you through many ways. He uses media, he uses people. Um, he can meet you anywhere at any time. That's what I've learned. Um, and I just couldn't uh, like stop scrolling. I see that verse. I read it, pass on. I exit out of the app and then I go back. And then it's um, Essence Atkins on my uh, screen. And if you know Essence Atkins, she was an actor in one-on-one. Not one-on-one. Um, half and half. Why am I thinking one-on-one? I'm dead. Um, not one-on-one, y'all. Y'all know that was with Kylie Pratt. <laughs> um, half and half. And she was just talking about her relationship with God and how she like invited them in. They had dinner together. He spoke to her. Um, let her know that he loved her so much, all these things. But it was just funny because it was the same exact Bible verse. And it was just like kind of shocking to me. I was like, dang, like, whoa, like, hold on. Like I just like two minutes ago, just saw this Bible verse. And anybody can say, oh, it's the algorithm, all that. Like y'all, no, no, I cannot deny that moment. That was like the peak of me starting this relationship over. Um, so I did what she did. I, I sat down, I had dinner, I, I talked and... At the time, I was worried about uh, my living situation after college because me and my best friend uh, was trying to get an apartment together, but we didn't wind up getting approved. Like the 
first time or something like that. And then she wound up getting approved for her own place. And then here I come shortly after uh, to start my first like big girl job and get the same apartment. Um, and it was just like crazy because I was like, we done got denied multiple times at this place. And now we get accepted. Like, I, I just knew like God was like working there. And I started to really just like dive into my relationship with God started I didn't at the time like I didn't have like a church home but I started to do my devotion I started to read my bible I started to pray a lot more make sure I at least at least woke up and prayed every single day and meant it because anybody can say words outside of their like mouths and just like let it fly but like the thing about praying or even if you think it in terms of affirmations like you have to say it from the heart and you have to mean it um, even if you can't find the words, like I learned that God knows your heart and knows your, your, your thoughts and everything. So he makes space for you to say and feel whatever, but he's got it. And I like just made sure I did my whole routine, move back in with my brother, lose it. And this is where I start falling off y'all, because this is basically the story for, for a minute. I would get in my, uh, my bag with God and really study, really pray, fall off, fall off, meaning go and do whatever, um, I wanted to do. Cause when I think about it, sometimes it was about relationship and sometimes it was about things like, okay, God, if you do this for me, I will do this, this, and this for you. And God doesn't roll like that. Of course he'll bless you. Um, because you're his kid. He sees you. He wants to make sure you're straight. But there has to be a mutual thing going on between you two. And when it comes to what I thought was a rule book, um, he changed it in my mind to it being a guidebook. Because a lot of the stuff that we're in, sometimes we have no business being a part of. Because you have to understand, there's two things that exist in this world. There's fear and love. If you don't do something out of love, you'll do it out of fear. And I was doing a lot of stuff out of out of fear and just out of my own like selfish greed and want and stuff like that. And even though he loves to, to bless his kids, it, it, it comes with a limit in terms of, okay, are you doing this? because you believe in me you have faith in me you want a relationship are you doing this because you know I can bless you in this way so it was really like a check on my own spirituality um that ping-ponging goes back and forth for a long while probably like well I would say probably no two years two years because we're just started we're just starting in 2023 so 2020 to 2022 was just a ping-ponging of I'm in your presence now I'm not I'm in your presence and now I'm not <laughs> and um it just rang clear to me one day and I guess like a sermon or a scripture I was reading well really it was just a compile of both but just understanding hey you can't be hot and cold like you are going to have to pick a side with me and whatever side you decide is fine because he believes in free will. You don't have to serve me. But if you serve me, you will understand the depths of how much I love you, how much I'm in it with you, how much I want to see you succeed. Um, and how much love could not only come from you, but be poured out onto other people. And I was like, okay, like, I get it. I understand. So really, the brink of it is like, I am... Probably like, I think I started going back to church uh, January. Has it been a year? I think it's, yeah, it's been a year. 
And that's a big, that wow, that is a big thing for me because, I again, I wasn't in church like that, y'all. Uh, consistency in dealing with that. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it at all. Um, and I think I, I remember this because I had, um, had to drop something off to my pastor because he's a family friend of, of my family. And um, I remember just, like, straight up asking about services and if I could come and, you know, when the services was because my thing also was about like time and I'm like look you know how long is the church service and of course like as I became more wise in my faith it's not about uh, a time limit with God like if I spend two hours with God I spend two hours but those are going to be the most life-changing most um enlightening two hours of my life because I'm in his presence and he's ever loving and everlasting knowledge um and so I went from going like a little bit spotted to being actually a part of my church. So what I do um, now is I do some of the tech equipment uh, for my church team. And then I also help a young girls group um, session every other Thursday. And like if you didn't catch anything else from this episode, you can see how or hear how uh, God's changing my life because Y'all, I'm more at peace. I don't do a lot of the stuff that I used to do, not because I, not fully because I fully transitioned to this phase, but because a lot of the stuff that I was doing, I had no business doing, um, and I knew it, and I would be convicted by it, and convicted is just a term of, like, being aware of the things that you're doing and maybe why. Um, a lot of times I was in situations or around people. I just had no business being around They're They're not there yet in their, their growth. Um, or God hasn't, not that he hasn't tried, but God's still working on them. If, um, they believe that, and even if they don't, he still is working on them and with them because those are his kids too. And so I just learned, um, about a, a level of love, love, a level of trust in how, amazing it is to be in God's presence and so for me to go from being spotted in the church to actually being a part of the church team and and that was not a call at all that was on my life when it came to to me like I never thought I would be close with my church like I am now because I was the type where I'm like, all right, I show up, I, you know, do my worship and then I go. And I felt like God was just like, uh-uh, we going to do something a little different for you because not only are you creative and you like doing these things, but here's a spot where you are, A, going to be held accountable. I need to be held accountable. Um, but B, also you can grow more and learn more about me um, as you are helping out the church. And so... I'm learning to do that. It's a, it's about servitude. And when he's saying things like pick up your cross and, and, and carry it, um, it's always been about laying, laying down your life. And a lot of people here laying down your life and it's just like, oh my God, that's so dramatic. But that's what Jesus Christ did. And he did it to pay for our sins and to just like really watch out for us. And as I continue this journey with God, it's not always easy because he may call me to do something that I don't want to do or I'm scared to do. But at the end of the day, um, I'm learning that this life is not forever. And regardless, again, of what you believe, if you believe there is an afterlife of any sort, um, I want to make sure that I am 
doing what I need to do for my life. Lauren London said it perfectly in one of her um, podcast interviews, I do believe. She was talking about, I don't want to miss my mark. And that's exactly what I want to do. I don't want to miss my mark. So if God tells me to do something, I'm practicing being obedient. (laughs) It's hard, but I'm practicing it and it becomes a lot easier. Um, Doesn't mean the spiritual welfare or not welfare, warfare goes away. And spiritual warfare is basically a lot of things that can attack you once you have decided to make a decision to follow God. Um, It just means that he'll give you the tools to to get through things. And there's plenty of Bible verses to back up everything that I've said today. Um, Like, you know, weapons will form, but they won't prosper. Things of that nature. You'll really have to sit down with the Bible and have a conversation with God. Um, Even if you are just inquiring about what the faith is and what it means, that's a perfect place to start. Or praying. Like, it's tons of ways to just meet God because he's... He's waiting on you and he loves you and he wants to be there for you. And that's exactly the the transition that I'm going through, you guys. It is about love, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you believe in this world. It's about love. And if you can't have love in your heart to to give to other people who are struggling, who need you, um, who see you, who have maybe never experienced love, then, you know, really, what are you doing? What are you what are you living for in terms of helping other other people it's not just you on this planet there are other humans that need help and i think god is just the perfect way to learn about love and light and just change true change so if you're wondering how to actually um, start a relationship with god or maybe you are just more interested in learning about who god is and Um, you're fine with your own faith. There's tons of ways to do it. And thankfully, we live in the age of technology. We definitely have the Bible. So don't think I'm just be like, oh, trust your tech. Like, definitely pray. Start reading the Bible. Um, Find faith-based books um, about God. Find podcasts. Find audibles. Like, there's tons and tons and tons of ways to um, find God and a lot of the things that you already have and possess in terms of technology and also like God's gonna find you so don't don't worry about that and not even gonna find you he already knows you he already knows your name and things like that so um just open up that door and just take take a step that's all you need to do just take a step and journal uh spend time in devotion there's so much peace out of that for me and I can see how people are healed um because I used to think that I couldn't talk to God about certain stuff which God already knows what's happening in your life because he you know made your life already (laughs) but in terms of being scared to bring up stuff like I used to be and now I'm like look God like you already know what I did or you already know what I'm about to ask because he already he knows you he knows you he made you so he gets what you're going through he just waiting to see what you have to say because he takes delight in what you have to say and um i've learned in some sermons as well that god's a gentleman so he's not gonna come in and bombard your life at all remember free will he's waiting for you to invite him in and if i'm having a rough day y'all this is literally what i do um eight o'clock every night I think except Sundays because I go to church in the morning. But even like now, I'm like, okay, 
even though I go to church, like still have that that one on one time with God. But I will go um, and sit in um, my little prayer space and people have made things like prayer closets and altars and things like that. You can do whatever you feel comfortable, design it however you feel comfortable and have that time with him. And again, if it takes an hour, great. If it takes two hours, like I'm just devoted to making sure that I'm having that connection with him. And I'll watch a sermon. I'll play worship music. I'll um, journal. Or I'll just be like God out loud. Like, look, God, I don't really want to maybe not read read a, a part of the Bible. Like, I'll, I'll definitely try because people say that's connected to um you know uh, a negative spirit trying to get you out of that or it could be of your own flesh too but it's more so like look god if i'm having a rough day and i just directly need to talk to you and if you refer me to a verse or anything like that or just communicate it to me in a way that we have a relationship please do because i don't fully understand and he does it every single time your relationship is your relationship with god but like any other relationship that you have that you love, take it seriously. And I don't let um, the outside world and people try to tell me what my relationship with with God is unless he directly sends them to me. (laughs) Um, There's some people that I know that I can go to and have that conversation with. And there's some people that I know that I, I can't, and it's not because I don't want to. It's, it may be because they don't know. They don't have the full answer, um, but I'm never really one to ever, like, shut somebody down. It's like, here's the information. Take it or leave it with anything that you kind of come across, and so I really have to lean on my discernment in that that way. Um, no relationship with God is perfect. You're always going to sin. I want to make that clear. He knows that, um, but he wants you to, of course, repent, but to do better for your life. And he's a he's a calm spirit that I mean you take him for granted either though. <laughs> he don't play. But a lot of the stuff that God creates and does is is purely out of love. And if you are willing to give it a try, he's ready and willing to have you. Alright, y'all, before I get up out of here. I want to say thank you because I have surpassed over a hundred um, followers on my Instagram page for my podcast. Um, I love the fact that I am taking my pace slowly, and I actually like put this on my Instagram story as well. Rick Ross said um, he doesn't want to move fast; he wants to move correctly, and that's the saying that I've applied to my life. A lot of times, we get things and especially with social media platforms, we think if it hasn't taken off in X amount of time, then it's not good. The content's not good. I'm in this world of just trying um, and taking the pace as it comes. I don't want to rush anything. I want to do everything the way it's supposed to in the time it's supposed to. And I pray for discernment on that. And I just move accordingly. And so for 114 people to follow my podcast, to support me, um, to share something, to comment, like, I don't take any of that lightly. You don't have to do those things. And I mean that 100% when I say it. I love all the people that really just put time and effort to tell me that I have 
uh, something good, that I'm doing something good, that an episode has helped them, that they feel uh, a radiance or a really positive energy off of me. And my crusaders, like, y'all ride heavy. Y'all ride heavy. So please, 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 if you are not already following that Instagram page, make sure you follow at nothidingshit underscore TKE right now to stay updated with everything that we're doing this year y'all like i love the aesthetic i i'm really just like up in my game and that's all i want to do so peace love and light and i will catch y'all in another episode bye